In the wake of COVID-19, as of Monday afternoon, March the 16th, over 4,500 people in 49 states plus Washington, D.C. and two U.S. territories have tested positive for the coronavirus, according to worldometers.info website, and at least 85 patients have died. To put that in perspective, on February 15th, only 15 patients in the country had tested positive. Hi, I'm Mimi Grant of the ABL organization. Meanwhile, worldwide, there are over 182,000 cases in 162 countries and territories, and more than 7,100 deaths. So far, the U.S. trails China, Italy, Iran, Spain, South Korea, Germany, and France. In fact, with only 13.8 cases per million population, the U.S. is doing exceptionally well, relatively speaking, compared to Italy with 462.8 cases per million. But of course, those figures could change as soon as we get all the test kits that have been promised. And soon more tests will be coming, according to Vice President Mike Pence, who's expecting over 2,000 labs to be processing upwards of 1.9 million tests starting this week, including tests developed by Roche and Thermo Fisher. These new tests, along with drive-through testing stations like these outside of UCLA, are bound to identify more patients with COVID who previously went undetected when there were only 18 public health labs testing for the virus. They required patients to wait two to three days without knowing the outcome. Unlike Idris Elba or Tom Hanks and his wife, who were tested and confirmed positive. And now, thanks to Google's sister company, Verily's Project Baseline, residents of Santa Clara and San Mateo counties will be able to see if they qualify for COVID testing. Meanwhile, Bay Area officials have ordered nearly 7 million people in six counties, San Francisco, Santa Clara, San Mateo, Marin, Contra Costa, and Alameda to shelter in place through April 7th. And statewide, Gav Governor Gavin Newsom called for the home isolation of anyone 65 or older, as well as those with chronic conditions. He also called for the closure of bars, nightclubs, brew pubs, and wineries, and for restaurants to cut occupancy in half to give their customers room to practice social distancing. Also throughout the state, over 500 school districts have announced their school's closures. Since the majority, 251 of the currently 490 confirmed COVID-19 cases and six deaths in California are in the Bay Area, I recently reached out to several of ABL's Northern California members to see how they're responding to the disturbing news. Particularly in light of the highly infectious nature of the virus, I first spoke with ABL East Bay member Mike Stacy, MD, the former director of Solano County's Medical Services Division, where he played a key role in managing the response to communicable diseases. Mike noted that because we're still in the midst of a bad flu season nationwide, lots of patients present in hospitals with the flu, upper respiratory infections, or pneumonia who don't have COVID-19. CDC estimates that at least 31 million Americans have caught the flu in the last four months between October and February, and 12,000 people have died from it. Fortunately, that's only 0.1% of those infected, not the 1 to 3.4% guesstimated the COVID mortality rate. Mike confirmed that there are currently enough isolation rooms in the area's hospitals that there soon won't be. He elaborated that as the virus spreads through the community, as experienced in Washington State, it becomes more difficult to identify and quarantine those who might be infected. In fact, in his new role, Mike's the CMO of Lifelong Medical Care, which has 16 federally qualified health centers and a number of other programs serving 66,000 low-income patients in, of all ages in Alameda, Contra Costa, and Marin counties. Recently, he conducted a webinar for all the employees updating them on the latest protocols for protecting themselves, other patients, and staff when dealing with patients who may be COVID-infected. 
Arup Roy Berman, MD, CEO of Elemental Health, is another ABL member whose digital solution provides the most recently updated CDC, county, and hospital-specific best practices for dealing with patients suspected of being infected with COVID. In addition to UCSF, Elemental is also being used in Oakland Children's Emergency Department. Beyond these EDs, Arup is currently in talks with several Bay Area Departments of Public Health about using Elemental sites to create specific subgroup electronic gathering places for all COVID news and best practices that are related to them. These healthcare subgroups could include hospitals, SNFs, urgent and primary care clinics, as well as other public aggregation points such as airports and BART system. In the wake of the tragedy at Life Care Center in Kirkland, Washington, where 29 deaths have been linked to the skilled nursing facility, in addition to 26 additional residents and 60 life care employees who are showing symptoms, all facilities that care for fragile seniors with underlying health conditions are on alert. For example, Debbie Toth, CEO of Choice in Aging, mandated weeks ago that the Adult Day Health Center's Young at Heart Intergenerational Program that brings curious preschoolers to do activities with our aging participants at Mount Diablo Center be conducted virtually. Of course, now their on-site Montessori school, like others in the Bay Area, is closed until further notice. As recently as last Tuesday, 14 members of our ABL Silicon Valley Roundtable convened for our session at El Camino Hospital, where we were the guests of ABL member Cecile Courier, CEO of Concern EAP, and El Camino's VP of Corporate and Community Health Service. Four days later, in keeping with CDC guidance, visitors in the main hospital were limited to one visitor per patient per day. Of course, the 401ks of virtually all of our members have been impacted. And I'm sure we'll have more impact stories in the weeks and months ahead. As California's response to COVID-19 moves from containment to mitigation for the first time in ABL's 31-year history, we're taking the unprecedented step in the name of social distancing to transition our in-person monthly roundtables to virtual Zoom tables for the time being. So we'll be looking forward to seeing you, at least virtually, very soon. In the meantime, stay well.